Hey, how are you? I'm Christian Petroni, and you're listening to the Growing Up Italian Podcast. What's up, everybody? This is the Growing Up Italian Podcast. We're here today in my good friend Christian Petroni's studio. Gotta say, Christian, I love the place. Very proud of it. Very grateful to be here. So happy you guys are here. We got great people in the building today. We've been been talking about coming to hang out. I mean, not particularly this studio, but we've been talking about hanging out for a long time. Then I saw your Instagram stories about the newest place, and I'm like, I gotta stop by. We brought Cougine today. We brought Anthony. We got our, the big homie here, too. My brother, Carl. Carl. Carl's the muscle behind Christian Petroni. He's actually the only reason why I exist. So Let's we love uh, Carl. <laughs> first of all, I'd love to say the, the place is amazing. You got everything a content creator needs. Inspiration, kitchen, 10-foot table. Yeah, 12. 12-foot table? Yeah. Oh, believe 1,000 pounds? Believe me, we feel every pound of it in our back to this day. How did you get this up here? Like, Ugh. explain a little bit. To- it, was, it was a four-man job that no exaggerations should have been a 10-man job with specialized equipment. <laughs> Special equipment for the project. And there was, we were talking earlier, where there was a moment in this process when me and Carl and his two brothers were, were, were heaving this up the scaffold uh, fire escape on the back of the studio. Mm-hmm. And there was a moment where I was like, wow, you know, like my life is truly in danger right now. <laughs> Your life flashed before you? I, I said, this is dangerous, <laughs> this is bad. And then we were like, at that moment, we were like, heave, and we pulled up this table <laughs> up and into the hallway like we're on the floor like breathing heavily like just like Mary J Blige at the end of the at the end of the <laughs> Super Bowl <laughs> we're on the floor like this with this table that You got it here though. Oh my god. This is like something like growing up with having an Italian dad that's cheap and doesn't want to spend money like moving furniture that it's like when he gets his two brothers to come by and your other uncle and they just like have to do these home projects. That's basically what this was. I and you know what? We gotta just start hiring pros. Yeah, <laughs> right? What, what do we do? I looked at Carl and said, Why? Why did we do this? This was not this was not the smartest thing, but we got it here. But you got it done. And it's funny because we're really starting from scratch. We're starting with nothing. And and before this. This table, is the first thing in here though, right? Like Dude, we were in here with the vintage WWF folding chairs. I love right? it. Right? And that was it. And me and Carl started working. And, and Zach, who should be mentioned, is a big part of this. He's a part of the, the, the trio that is, is, is mm-hmm. Gabagool Media right now. And um, Did he come to Tony's house that time? Zach was not at Tony's. No, no. Zach missed out mm-hmm. on Tony's. Carl, you were at Tony's. Yeah, he, I remember him and I remember another guy. And, um, and when we got the table up, we were just like so grateful to have a table like like we really it, it was a battle 
to even get the studio. Nothing yeah, yeah. has come easy in the past few years, right? Mm -hmm. I lost all my restaurants. Yes. Like, you know, we've really been been uh, hustling, scrapping, and it's been fun, and I'm grateful for every mm -hmm. last bit of it. But it was a really beautiful moment when we were able to go to Staples and buy the two cheapest office chairs mm -hmm. they had that swiveled, mm -hmm. and we finally had a table. Yo, we felt like kings. Well, this we're is like, like this table is the perfect table to build off everything else in this room. And that, like it starts with this right here and then everything else falls into place. And, and that's what this this whole thing was, right? This whole the whole idea of this studio is like this is my office, right? Mm -hmm. Our laptops get thrown up on the table. We work from this table. We create from this table. We walk over to the kitchen and we bring food right over here and we mm -hmm. eat and we test. I'm shooting my cookbook here, right? Um, we do, um, I do private stuff uh, mm -hmm. for close friends, groups of 12. It's very special dinners that are gonna be, you know, coming mm -hmm. up in the next month. Um, the kitchen is getting gutted and totally redone. And it's sort of a, a real special place for us. It's a special, it's a place where uh, I'm, I'm sticking to my guns Mm -hmm. I want a place to go to where we can be creative mm -hmm. and we can have sort of some mental clarity. Mm -hmm. The restaurant business is it's such very a hard. tough one. And God bless you were, you were in the restaurant there. business. You're, you're no longer. I'm no longer in the restaurant business. You know, you find mm -hmm. a lot of times when I have the honor and the fortune to be able to talk to chefs that I've adored since I was a kid. Right. Mm -hmm. And you live in the dream. Poof. You know, you're on Food Network every day with the biggest chef. Like, even you're saying, like, of your generation, my generation, and the next generations, like, everybody knows the people you're working with. Oh, my God. Dude, I was just at uh, South Beach Food and Wine. Incredible mm -hmm. event. Lee Schrager. The, the, my God, what an event. That right? was the first time you were at a, a f in Miami, Miami right? First time yeah. in Miami. Greenhorn, bro. And I went down there. And... All of, my God, Ming Tsai. I was a kid watching him on PBS with the ceramic knives. And now he's putting me in a headlock. In Can we Miami. talk about the tracksuit, though? Ooh. <laughs> the universe, who, bro. Who was uh, your, uh, your designer? Who, who told you, uh, who was your stylist that day to say, mm. let's, wear, let's wear a tracksuit? Uh, the universe was, my friend. <laughs> the universe was. What happened? Uh, like, who did you Crazy. bump into wearing the same tracksuit as you? You cannot write this. You cannot plan this. And it happened to me, bro. Mm -hmm. Hopefully, gonna, by now, you saw the picture on Instagram. We're, we're going to refer to it. Here. Yeah, you can, hopefully you saw it. I mean, let's go back. I'm packing my bag from Miami, South mm -hmm. Beach, right? And uh, I'm like, damn. I haven't worn my, my Adidas original tracksuit in, in a minute. Mm -hmm. I actually remember the last time I wore it, and I remember the sneakers I was wearing. I was, they're not here. I was wearing the, um, um, they were they were SB high tops, the boxer. I got, I, I'll grab them. Wait, you know which ones I'm talking about? The they're Nike, right? They're Nike. Nike. The, Me the, the, the ones with the Mexican flag. Except do you feel do you feel like you could cross? Because a lot of people say you can't do like Adidas and Nike. You know, like if you're wearing Nike pants, you gotta wear Nike sneakers, Nike top. Cause who am I 
to A, tell anybody anything, B, who's anyone to tell me what's right, right? We can take that right into sauce and gravy. Yeah. Right? Who, listen, I'm going to go on record. Yep, yep. Those are the ones. Those are clean, yeah. Yeah. These are are hot. Italian Italian flag colors. Yeah, this is the Paul Rodriguez. It's actually based on the Mexican flag. He's a boxer. Oh, nice. And these are some, and this was the last time I, these are, dude, I got to bust these out again. These are very, very good. These are so good. These are clean. I haven't haven't worn them in years. And, uh, yeah. So you're wearing these? Are these tracks too? No, no. So this time I was wearing these. You know, I'm sorry. I like the, I love sneakers. Yeah. These Hu Jung Hu's. We get along these? with sneakers too. Oh, those are nice. Seen those? Yeah, these are wild, bro. These are really super duper unique. So I was like, you know what? I'm packing the Adidas tracksuit, and my wife's like, dude, what are you doing with that thing? <laughs> She's like, what are you doing with that thing? I said, uh, I'm gonna bring it. I'm gonna bring it down there in Miami. Come on, baby, Miami. Don't you know? Like, I, like I know what the hell I'm talking about. <laughs> I said the vibe might feel right. I might need a tracksuit. So I roll it up. I pack it. Gosh darn it, the next night, it just felt right. I was like, yo, I'm gonna throw on the tracksuit. You like, you heard it like making a noise, like, uh, every time you went closer. Like, the tracksuit was like. It's calling you. It was like, psst, hey, kid. Come here, come here. 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 So, I put it on with the Hu Jungs, no shirt. Jacket zipped up to here. White beater? Nothing underneath. Nothing. Just tracksuit. Tracksuit. So if you got hot, you were shirtless. That's it. If if it got to that point, jacket's coming off, we're partying. That means we're having a good night. Yeah, yeah. Right? And and we roll. We get downstairs. We we, we link up with, with Guy and his whole team. And now all of a sudden, we're in this convoy of like, like, like off road beach vehicles. And we're like, hightailing it in the dark on the beach to the back of the main tent of South Beach Food and Wine. We get there, everyone's hanging out, and it's just such a, again, it's just, it's, a, it's, it's still very much unreal for me, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, no matter how much time I spend around these people, no matter how close I am with them now, I'm still very grateful to be around this group. Mm-hmm. And so we get off these vehicles and, and, and I, I I go to grab a uh, coconut water in the bar, VIP bar area, and I walk into the bar, and there's two people there. There's the bartender, and there's Rev Run, and he's, he's wearing the tracksuit. The same exact one. Same exact one. That's the universe giving you a sign. Bro, uh, before I can even realize what's going on, Mark Murphy, Chef Mark Murphy, famous chop judge, legendary human mm. being, whom I love so much. Mentor. Oh God, yeah. dude, dude, he's, he, he judged me on chop the first time I was on and then, oh God, we could talk about Mark all day. Yeah. He's like, sit down, I'm taking this picture right now. I'd even give him photo credit for the picture on my Instagram, but Mark Murphy- That would takes, make it even better. Dude, Mark Murphy <laughs> takes that picture. That's funny. And so I go over to Rev and I'm just like, I don't know, bro. And he started laughing. He's like, who is this guy? And I was like, But that's your personality. When you walk in a room right away, it's like great energy. Like every time we met, it was always great energy. And we've been talking about doing this pod for a while. 
Well, it's nice when you link up with good people, you know? Nah, yeah. Wait, do we close that one? We, we, create, we create, like, memories, you know? And today is definitely, like, one of the days where I got to know you a little bit more. Now, hopefully our followers get to learn a little bit more. Where's your family come from in Italy? My mother and father were born on a little island off the coast of, like, I guess it's technically between... Rome and Naples okay. is where you can locate Ponza, Isola di Ponza. Okay, okay. It's technically, I believe, guys, don't quote me on none of this. I'm a, <laughs> I, I, just, I barely know how to cook. That's all I do, right? <laughs> Geography is not my thing. But I believe that it is considered a Roman province. Uh-huh. But we speak Nabolidan, yeah. you know, and... How many times have you been there? <laughs> <laughs> like, dude, so you grew, you grew up... We, we grew up... Uh, you know, spending our summers there like every other kid, so right? Like, yeah, like <laughs> us. Well, I thought that was the norm. Yeah. You know, we guys like it's us. It's funny, like, as I got older, I realized that wasn't the norm because, you know, fourth grade, fifth grade, when you're going away the whole summer to Italy, your friends, like, that you grow up with, as you get older, like, what do you mean you're not hanging out this summer? Wild, yeah. But yeah. then I remember things really changed once I got, like, instant messaging and, like, hunting down internet in Italy. Yeah, Remember going to the cafes? I, yeah, like ten, yeah, like going or like one person, one person in the town with the internet, like going to instant messenger. Oh my gosh, and then wild. the six-hour difference would make it crazy too, because <laughs> two o'clock in the morning you're looking to uh, talk to people here at eight o'clock at night. Killing me, that's the best. That's oh my gosh. Yeah. But didn't that give you a lot of like character too, like going to Italy every summer and bro. I, it's given me, it's made me who I am, right? Mm. Like, I'm doing a cookbook right now, and there's like really, when you, when, and, and, and I was talking with the team, and, and they say, what represents you when it comes to Italian food? I'm like, <laughs> I mean, listen, there was five o'clock at the dinner table, right? Mm -hmm. Pasta shuta, pasta patate, yeah. you know, uh, whatever my mom was cooking, whether mm. it was like spezzadini di padana, with like potatoes with the, shredded chicken or it was a lot a lot of red sauce and, and, and noodles obviously right um so there's that then there's the summers abroad where you're just really in it right mm -hmm. and like where when you're craving a ham sandwich the closest thing for a kid is the rosetta bun with some prosciutto cotto provolone yeah. and some mustard if you were lucky yeah, yeah. Ooh, and that's yeah. where i got introduced to like i remember going to italy and missing turkey like not having turkey for like, because they didn't have it, you know? It was cheeseburgers for me. Yeah. Oh, cheeseburgers? Cheeseburgers. Yeah, Hamburg. Hamburg. They never got it right. No, they they, could never, they, they can't could figure it out. They never get it right. And, oh, yeah. So I consider you like a real zip. Like your first generation Italian, right? First generation. You know, my parent. that island only has, you know, a few thousand people on it. And my parents, you know, they're, they're, there's, a, there's a, like a 10-year age gap they met in the bronx that my uncle mike god rest his soul mm -hmm. at, at his barber shop you know mm -hmm. so that's like you know how that goes that's like you know oh you're from the same town it was like boom, right? yeah, yeah. and and, and it, it's a beautiful thing that they got to connect in the bronx the bronx is something that a place that's very near and dear to my heart mm -hmm. you know i didn't leave there till very late in my life and um yeah i mean it's just i'm very grateful to be a first generation Italian. I, I, I really am because there's, you know, it's mm -hmm. just kind so of So being a first breed. generation Italian American though, how do you feel about like all this, a lot of people say, oh, you're not real Italian, especially you have a company called Gabagool Media, 
A lot of people look at Gabagool like, whoa, where's the Gabagool? They look at it as like, as unauthentic as it possibly could be. So like, how do you define yourself being a chef? Like, do you try to follow those like Italian, oh, don't mix this and that? Like, like you know, a lot of people say that's not a real Italian dish with, you know, uh, certain dishes yeah. like that. You know, like, how, where's your stance on that as far as like making food and Italian-Americanness, being real Italian, like? What's real Italian? What's fake Italian? Doesn't matter to me. As long as it's made by somebody who gives a shit about what they're doing and has love behind it, whether it's a chicken parm, mm -hmm. which is a cuisine, red sauce, New York red sauce, falls in its own area. And it's so special. Yeah, like New York Italian food. Yeah. Yeah, and that has its influence in its own ways, right? Across mm -hmm. America. And then there's the classic Italian, right? But like, you know, we talked about sauce and gravy, and it's mm -hmm. the perfect example. Mm -hmm. Sauce and gravy is the perfect example. Who the F am I to tell somebody that the way that their nonna or nonni or Makes nonna sauce. or grandpa called something was wrong? <laughs> what? That's the way you grew up. God bless you, right? As long it took as it me tastes a while good. To get to as this long point. as it tastes good. Because it took me a while to get here. I think you well, have to sure, get, get beat sure. up a few times to get to this point. I'm like, sure you like also your experiences of talking about food to so many people. You gathered a little bit from everybody. Dude, it's so beautiful that you can just talk to somebody about food and all of a sudden there's something in your head that you want to try that you pull from a conversation with Mark Murphy or Mark Samuelson or whoever the hell you're hanging out with. Like we were talking rice with Antonio LaFaso and she was schooling me on something. I was just like, yeah, no brainer. And now like, oh, dude, dude, listen, if you're not trying to learn every day, you're a bacala. You're yeah. a fucking idiot. You gotta be, you gotta keep your eyes open and try to learn as much yeah. as possible. I ask successful questions. people learn from other people that are successful too. Ooh, I hope to be one of them one day. I hope to be one of those successful folks. Yeah. <laughs> I think you are. What's the biggest there. difference between Christian Petroni now and Christian Petroni five years ago? Oh. As a chef too. Like I'm, looking, I'm looking for an answer as a chef. What's the biggest difference? As a chef, I'm way, uh, I'm just, I've got to see so much cool stuff in the past, over the past five years, mm -hmm. that just being around people like, you know, that are become like brothers to me, like Mike Voltaggio or even Guy and all these mm -hmm. folks where I get to see how they cook and it's just so different than anything I've ever done. So that's mm -hmm. like really beautiful. But, you know, uh, I took a lot of lumps in the past five years, mm -hmm. a lot of lumps. And uh, you, you learn a lot. You learn a lot about people. You learn, you learn a lot. Um, you learn that people, you know, it's okay to walk away from people, mm -hmm. right? It's okay to, to- Start from scratch almost. It, it's okay to be a little selfish with your time and with mm -hmm. your family's time, you know? Um, that's what I learned. And, and um, I'm learning every day, bro. Uh, it's just, it's, it's, uh, this studio is the beginning of, of something special. You talked about Gabagool Media. And, you know, the way I look at Gabagool is, is what's Yahoo? 
what's Google, what's Zazzle. It's, mm -hmm. it's for me, it's a fun, nonsense word. And the only reason why I started saying it again was not from the Sopranos, was not from my uncle, <laughs> Dwight Schrute on The Office. And if you look no, at my bandana. Steve, Steve Carroll, didn't he say, he was at the restaurant, he's like, I want some gobble cool. The famous, the famous uh, skit is, they think that the insurance salesman is, is in the mafia, because his last name is oh, Grotti. Okay. <laughs> Gotti? Yeah. So his last name is Grotti, with G-R-O-T-I. So they're sitting down with the insurance agent, right? Uh -huh. And Frank Grotti orders his food and he goes, I'll take a, lin you know, a linguine and clam with the garlic bread. The garlic bread's burnt, I sent it back. The linguine clam's this, I send it back. And the woman's like, okay. And now Michael is there, Michael Scott is there, <laughs> Dwight Schrute is there, and Andy Bernard is there dressed as a mechanic so he can hold a pipe, so he can hold a yeah, monkey yeah. wrench. This is and great. Michael's like, um, I'll, have, I'll have the gabagool. And the woman's what like, like, what? The woman's like, what? She's like, the gabagool. And Dwight's like, he'll have the gabagool. And she's like, what are you talking about? And then he, that's when he goes, give him the gabagool. And that's what's kind of become one of the slogans of whatever the hell gabagool media is, right? Mm -hmm. And it's written on my bandanas, you know, mm -hmm. bring him the gabagool, give yeah, him yeah. the gabagool. That's and great. the scene ends in a genius way where Michael Scott says, Something along the lines of, I'll have a spaghetti with a side salad. The salad comes on top, I send it back. <laughs> Yo, that's the best show to watch when you just like do something else but have it playing in the background. It's been on, it's been on the background for the past, I swear to God, man, since the beginning, since it started on Netflix over 10 years ago, it's probably been on almost every night in my, in my yeah? I need to fall asleep. Yeah. <laughs> Soothing. You traveled the world. Where's the craziest place you've been to so far? Dude, two weeks ago, I was in Kuwait. My brother Mohammed. Where is Kuwait in on the geographically? You asked. Uh, it's a city, though. It's a city uh, in uh, uh, Kuwait's in the Middle East. Okay, it's literally, it's it's a small territory located right between uh, Iraq and Iran, okay. and it is. I could not believe how I fell in love with it, dude. Mm. They, they are the sweetest people. And, and my brother, Mohammed, mm. um, Joseph, like all these guys that I met out there that were doing some projects together. Mm -hmm. It's like, like kind of like how me and you just like have this like mm -hmm. really immediate sort of bond. It's mm -hmm. like these cats, like it's been really great. And uh, so I'm going out to Dubai in a few weeks to, to finish up some stuff. and. And it's just totally different than anything we've ever seen, anything we've ever, anything we've ever been shown. It's very different. You know, we, Muhammad took me through one of the souks, right? And, and they just want, they literally are giving you food. And like, they just like, 
they want, oh, you want to try our bread? And they'll literally, I got pictures, I'll send them to you, you got to put them up on here. Yeah. This guy hands you a whole big thing, a thing right out of the oven, like a non, almost yeah, yeah, pizza no. type thing, hot. Like, yo, take it, you tear it, you're walking. They don't want money. They, they just want you to share like, the they culture. They want to nourish. Yeah, yeah, it's it's a really really beautiful culture. So that's been wild. What I'm what I'm curious to ask you, people from Kuwait, Middle East, wherever you've been, what do you think is the first thing they think of when they think of Italian food? Like when they see you, and they tell you say I'm an Italian American chef. Right what's now, the first thing? Do they think pizza? Do they think pasta? Yeah, yeah, that, and that's what's really great. They love our food and they love red sauce. So when you yeah. say, pardon me drinking a delicious Spindrift, one of my favorite beverages that you can a find. A lot of views this is going to get. Yeah, brand, a of, yeah. <laughs> a lot they, of views. They, they like, they've been so good to me for years, yeah. actually, and like this is... I, it was good. This, I love it, I love it. Um, but yeah, it, gives me, it makes me a little gassy. Yeah. Um, what was it? Um, uh, We're uh, talking uh, about uh, like the red sauce uh, and yeah. uh, Kuwait. Dude, when, when, when you say a, a, a Italian-American, American-Italian out there, they're all, they love lasagna, red, like anything red sauce, bro, just like here. They love all the stuff we love, and 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 going out there and and really experiencing that culture and those people. I gotta tell you, man. I wish we were we were taught a little better and shown a little more than what we have yeah. been, because it, it's it, it it's it's I can't wait to go back, bro. Mm -hmm. It's great, and I'm really I can't wait to tell you more about the project as it yeah. moves along. Well, Let's talk about the NFT a little bit. I just saw that you were posting a lot about NFTs. Really proud of that. Uh, Crypto.com and, and the NFT uh -huh. department over there have been really great in working with us. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, David Schwen, who who is a uh, uh, he's the creative director. Please don't. Call, I'm sorry if I get this wrong. I believe the creative director for Pepsi, um, and he did old school claymation art of of my hand sort of making one of my Sicilian pizzas. Oh, wow. And uh, we're just doing like 500 of them, right? You mm -hmm. get some stuff in the mail, which will be mm -hmm. nice. Um, you'll, you'll get uh, recipes that'll just like randomly come to your airdrop yeah. wallet. We'll send you recipes like, you know, you'll be like, oh, boom, oh, ZD, what? Like, let's go. And it'll be like an NFT mm -hmm. of a recipe. Some access to events. Well, well dude, buying Maybe this studio right here. <laughs> dude, there's, there's events that are going to take place in this studio in real life and in the metaverse, which is going to be really fun. That's you're going to cool, see a, you're going to see a metaverse version of this studio. Like but the actual NFT, the 500 that we're making, gets you access to a pizza party the following, on the 24th um, in New York City at a very cool spot. We're really excited to announce it when That's awesome. and we'll announce it once the it drops on the fourteenth on Pi Day. That's perfect. I, I saw the promo you did with your mom, right? Yeah. Your mom? Yeah. And I gotta be honest, explaining it basically the piece of content, go check it on Christian's page, but the piece of content is sh like showing an older Italian person what an NFT is. So what is an NFT for somebody that doesn't know? You know, <laughs> Listen, guys. I'm we can have a whole podcast this on this. This is a whole other conversation, and um, um, it's really important to me that with this NFT stuff that I didn't come in kind of like, you know, on a bandwagon, right? Mm -hmm. Like trying to chase a trend. Yeah. It was very important that we did it the right way. I didn't want to release 1,000 of them, 500 of them. We're going to keep this tight. We want to build a really nice community here. Mm -hmm. But and, and the artwork is cool, right? 
and it gets you stuff. So the artwork, essentially, 500 people will own this piece of uh, digital claymation mm -hmm. art um, that lives on the blockchain, which essentially means like there is no design who owns or, it. Yeah. And then you can sell it on the aftermarket. And what's very cool, bro, about this NFT that everyone should know is mm -hmm. that it's not intimidating in the sense that you don't even need a crypto wallet to cop one. You can buy it with a credit card. Oh, okay. And they have a system and then where it'll live. Email it to you. It'll live in a safe place. Yeah. You can still, you know, you can trade it. You can then transfer yeah. it to a wallet. Um, Listen, that's the. This is the future. The future is now. Embrace it. And the fact you, if buying this, so you're supporting you number one, and number two, it gives you access to a lot of things you do. So someone that's a fan of you, this is the perfect way to embrace being a fan of Christian Petroni. It's fun, yeah. Like if when I'm go to do a, a, a pop up in Minneapolis with my boy Pete from Red Wagon, mm -hmm. it will be like, yo, anyone in this area that's got an NFT of mine, it's like, yo, you're a VIP. Come, dude, you automatically are in. Mm -hmm. You're not paying. You come in. It's beautiful, and like, mm -hmm. we're gonna be doing these all over the country anyway. So why not? have a community of people that can really benefit from something in the long term. We're not trying to, you know, mm -hmm. we really kept it realistic, bro. Mm -hmm. We really kept this thing realistic. I'm going to send you guys recipes. You're going to come to this great party. Mm -hmm. I'm going to throw parties. You're going to get some swag in the mail. There's like, there's, there's, there's a lot. You're giving a lot. We're giving a lot. You're giving more than a lot of other people are that I've seen. It's, it was important to me, bro. Yeah. It was important to me because this isn't like, a quick bag, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. It's not. It's huh. like it's like yo, we 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 could have we could have listen, man. We're selling five hundred of them. I mean, we could have pushed for twenty five hundred of them. Four thousand. We could always do more. Do you sell? You do another piece of art, you know? Let's do this right. Yeah, where we do know it right. We can give the service that we want to give. Yes. And we're yes. very proud. You know, Ate it. This would not have happened without Steve from Ate it. He's been driving the the bus on this mm -hmm. thing and he's been my my teacher my consigliere of sorts into this world mm -hmm. ada is a fantastic app yeah. uh you can find anything. i've seen him on social media dude, a lot dude you got to talk to stevie like dude you'll be in the middle I, was, I used it the other day i was in the middle of new york city i was hungry you don't you just dude it's 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 it's, it's overwhelming you don't know where it is. sometimes you just want you don't want to think mm -hmm. you hit this thing and it shows you recommendations from all us chefs famous chefs from all over the country of dishes that are like within like a walking radius of where you are. Yeah. And I went That's and grabbed cool. the banh mi and it was like so easy. It's not pumped by some ads or something. It's real reviews. No, he doesn't even do, he's yeah. not even ad driven. It's none yeah. of that, bro. This is That's like, great. so, and so Steve, Steve's the man. He's the reason why the NFT stuff exists. And uh, yeah, I'm, I'm stoked about that, bro. I'm stoked about that. I'm stoked to be here in Gavagul Studios, bro. Like making content and, and having that's fun the future. people up yeah, here. That's the future, yeah. We're it's here today with Kujin. We're, we're having a great day. We just made Ale Olio with Kujin, bro. Yeah. Like, like, and like Kujin's the man, and, and like everyone here, the energy's right. You know, the, there's lots of natural light. We're getting vitamin yeah. D while we're working. Yeah. It's just perfect. Yeah. It's perfect in every way. Mm -hmm. And this has been a dream, and it's been really, 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 really quite the road to get to, to where we're sitting right now yeah. on these two $125 staples chairs. Yeah. With a I'm excited to see what, what's next for you. I can't wait for you to come back here no, when you yeah. see this thing. We're going to do another episode next time we come. Oh, yeah. But before we go, 
This is the Growing Up a Time podcast. This is what we do. We have a little segment called Overrated, Underrated, or Perfectly Rated. Oh, yes. You're an Italian-American chef. Your opinion is important to me as far as this goes. Eggplant Parmesan. Perfectly rated. Perfectly per- rated? Beyond, yeah, beyond perfectly rated. What's more than Why? Per- Bro, dude, when you salt that eggplant, when you slice that eggplant and you salt it the right way, you get that moisture out, you bread it, you get it crispy, whether you're having it Nobly Don style where it's kind of stacked, mm-hmm. right, in a casserole and you don't cut it, you peel it. Mm. Oh. It's a, it's original Parmesan too. Right, and then you got like the, the New York City style red sauce eggplant parm, yeah. same idea. Breaded. Oh, come on bro, what do you mean? What's wrong with yeah. it? There's nothing, it's perfect. Perfect, okay. Perfectly rated. Okay. Chicken parm. Perfectly rated. I see how this is going to go. Easily, but but here's what I'll tell you. Here's what drives me absolutely insane. Yo, like, serving a thick piece of chicken is not a flex. It's not like, oh, we're really giving you the chicken. Like, no, no, no. I barely want to see. I want the chicken so thin that that the breading is basically touching each other. Bro, I want, that chicken needs to be pounded. Uh It needs to be... Uh, breaded beautifully with heavily seasoned breadcrumbs and some fresh parsley and throw some more cheese in there. Like you, you utilize the laws of maximalism when it comes to breading stuff like eggplant mm. or chicken and stuff like that. And mm. it's gotta be thin and crispy. You need as much crispy surface area on that thing as possible. Yeah. The edges need to be perfectly Th- crispy. Thin cutlets only. Dude, or, or <laughs> get the fuck out. <laughs> I love it. Oh All my right. God. What I about meatball, the, meatball parm? I Eight thick chicken, and you get the chewy pieces. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially when I spit on my own floor. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> what about meatball parm? You kidding me? Meatball parm? Yes, perfectly rated. Now, do you think meatball parm is only uh, for sandwiches? Because I never really see meatball parm yeah. that, that's not in, uh, in a hero. Listen, meatballs, meatballs are so important and so prominent that they earn the right where you can say meatball parm is just for sandwiches because it stands alone a la carte. Yeah. So the way I used to do my meatballs at, at Fortina would be I'd fucking, like, I'd, I'd make them, I'd steam them, mm-hmm. and then I'd fry them, and I'd serve them on top of the sauce with just a handful of Parmesan cheese. Because I always loved, like, I, I, was, I was a DJ growing up, you know? I was cooking and DJing and, like, you know, Sunday. He brought the party, this guy. Bro, bro, <laughs> dude, dude, Sunday morning I'd be in my bed. My mom would be downstairs in the little kitchen frying meatballs and olive oil. The smell of the meatballs would go through the kitchen, uh, past the living room, around, around the den, up the Upstairs. stairs, down the hallway. Knocking on the door. On, well, they don't even knock. <laughs> Under the door. And you'd be like, oh, you can smell it. And you'd get up. And, and, and the mapine would be out with all the meatballs on it. And that's yep. when I would pounce, bro. I loved them like that. And then she'd put Even them without in the, the sauce. sauce, it's perfect. No, no, no. Yeah. without the sauce, was, I loved it, yeah. you know? But then, you know, then she'd put them in the sauce, and then we'd have, you know, dinner around 10 o'clock in the morning, right? Yeah. <laughs> Breakfast of champions. Yeah, yeah. But um, I love, yeah, meatballs, you know, in sauce with a big dollop of fresh ricotta. Uh, meatballs just fried alone with some fried onions and some 
uh, fried up Sicilian long hots, you know. Like. Even meatballs with mayo on the Italian bread, that's one of my favorites. Did you see Angelo, my machine, posted the other day? My friend Angelo, you got I got introduced to Angelo. He makes some of the best mozzarella, I think. Huh? I, love, I love him. He makes these famous porchettas. And he posted a picture of, like, it had to be just like a boar's head ham sandwich with just like shaved paper thin boar's head, but like this much of it, mm -hmm. but a thick piece of mozzarella. fresh mozzarella and a big slather of mayo. Perfect. And I've been thinking about it all, all <laughs> week, bro. I've been thinking about it all yeah, yeah, yeah. week. So when mortadella you say people, too, mortadella, mortadella and mayo, yeah. bro, I see, dude, I see the sandwich that you yeah, make, bro. Yeah, yeah. That inspires me, yeah, yeah. man. You like, inspire me too, bro. Come, dude. So that you know, that's why lot. we're here. That's dude. why we're here. It's good energy, man. Thank you for having us, me, Anthony Kouj, in your studio. We're gonna we're gonna come here much more often. Family. Create content together. I appreciate you. Ah, is there you, is there anything else you wanna is there anything else you wanna get in? Nah, no, man. I love you guys. I'm just happy to be here. Don't 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 be so quick to judge people that you see in TV yeah, or on, yeah, yeah. on on Give um, them a chance. You should really give people a chance. You don't know them. Don't be so don't be so quick to judge. That's all I wanna say. Sick.